you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And the tour began. The tour is good. The tour is great. <laughs> Two more episodes where we tell you to come to Dallas. This one and Friday. Two more opportunities to come to Dallas. No, but then you realize what we're going to start having to do. Telling them oh, to come no. to Minneapolis. Oh, Minneapolis is fine. Minneapolis is fine. I feel like it's going to be like, Dallas was so great. You know what? Don't come to Minneapolis. Don't come to Minneapolis. Hold on. Let me check the <laughs> recent ticket counts from yesterday. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dallas. Do we convert some yeah, Dallas? Dallas is like, oh. <laughs> Minneapolis. Minneapolis is so fine. Are you kidding me? Right. They're coming out at the Cedar Park Cultural Center, which well, we played Well, they better like because they before. asked us to go there. You know, they're like, come to Minneapolis. And we were like, sure, we're going to Minneapolis. And then they were like, mm, maybe we'll come to Minneapolis too. I want to go back to that. It's giving Phoenix vibes. What? I'm going to go back to that restaurant we went to Minneapolis, that Vietnamese place. Oh my God, it was so good. Oh, it was really good. But first we have to go to the Roundup in Dallas, which is like literally all we've been talking about. Maybe the 12 people who come to our show in Dallas will meet us there. <laughs> Maybe. We like went to the Roundup with hooligans last time and it was actually no, fun because no one came I to the know, show. So we just went to the Roundup with them. <laughs> we are doing that. <laughs> it's a Saturday, please. We're going to have we're gonna have a blast. Our Dallas itinerary is always like, we look at the X where JFK got shot. Sorry, it's true. We're not then we go doing to the show. that this time. <laughs> then we go to the Roundup and then we dance. We don't need to see the X again. I always like, have I... to pay... Pay um, respects to the X. Pay your respects to the X. (laughs) All right. We'll see you in Dallas Dallas. this weekend. It's going to be great. Or Austin. We added a second show in Austin, which is like slowly selling out. So if you don't have tickets, come on down. The DC show was amazing. It's all amazing. The show is really good, actually. I mean, I... I don't know if we said that before because we <laughs> hadn't done it yet, but the show is really good. Now we know for certain. We heard the laugh. And it's only getting better. Let's start with some actual who news. A great headline from TMZ, Bow Wow, stop falling for Cash App Catfish, I didn't rip off kid, lawsuit, all cap. 
it's a this is a little confusing. Wait, since when <laughs> does TMZ put a emoji in their headline? Well, they're trying to be. They're trying to be cool. I don't know. What are they doing? They're trying to be cool. They're trying to be in the know. They're trying to be interesting. Wait, me they're reading this, I was reading it. I didn't rip off kid lawsuit all blue hat. And I was like, what's blue hat? No. What's blue hat? <laughs> no, I know no. you know it's cat. But like, I just don't. <laughs> who let them do this? Why is this There's lawsuit very, all blue hat? <laughs> well, the thing is, for how cool TMZ wants to be, their audience can be very old and not going to know that that's blue, not blue hat. Yeah, it's not blue hat. It's cat. It's a lie. Bow is being dragged for allegedly swindling a child rapper out of her art own, earned pennies ugh, when she requested a feature. But he insists there was no deal with him. The kid just got catfished. What does it mean? I asked this on stage, but I'm asking it again. What does it mean when you're famous enough to be easily catfishable? Used as a catfished. Uh, it's believable that you would be. Yeah. You're not being catfished, but you're being used as a catfish cover, essentially. What does it mean when you're famous enough that your name rings true as that, but no one knows what you actually look like to confirm that it is or is not you? Well, this isn't about look like. This is just about... I guess about DMs. Fame level and DMs. Yeah. So... But I'm just saying, do you know what I mean? Like, what does it mean when like... I think it means you're a who. It's like you're... (laughs) I think it just means you're a who. But it's like you're you're a who in that you're famous enough where people know who you are and they think you're rich, but you're not too famous enough where you wouldn't be too rich to be able to sell your own um, feature, like on D- Instagram DM. Sell your feature for $3,000 for a song for a child. For like a child yes. rapper. A child female rapper too, even. Like like you're stomping on this girlie's dreams. This you know? man named Stephen Robbins, Robertson, Stephen Robertson is suing like Bow Wow. He's buying a gift for his daughter. Yes. Like, oh, I got you a Bow Wow feature for your like future career. Like he's trying to like, make her dreams come exactly. true. Why she would want a Bow Wow feature, I mean, I don't know, you know if she's... We all have our interesting. We all have our interesting standums, you know. So in 2021, this guy Stephen Robertson says that he wired, well, cash apped three thousand dollars to someone he assumed was Bow Wow, <laughs> because right. Bow Wow, the person he assumed was Bow Wow, said, "I will record a verse for your daughter's song called Daddy's Girl. I'll send it to you within oh two God, weeks of Daddy's getting this three grand." According to this guy Stephen Robertson, the money was sent. But the verse never came. So he's suing Bow Wow. Now Bow Wow is saying, why are you suing for me? Why are you suing me for this? You didn't talk to me here. You were talking to my catfish. Right. Right. He said, quote, I don't conduct business on apps. I do not use or have cash app. So if you ain't call management and send a wire, you def was not dealing with me. Be careful who you send y'all's money to online. I know this me happens truly. every day to folks. And my favorite line, this is the third time somebody acting like me is catfishing people. Because this famously happened on an episode of Catfish in 2013. Hey. Hey. What's up? Tell us how this whole relationship with Bow Wow uh, started. Okay. I was like bored one day on Facebook. And I'm like, okay, why not hit him up? I was like, hey, I'm a big fan. Love your work. Great job. Keep it going. And he was just out of nowhere and replied. And I was just like, oh my God. Ah! Your initial question, I think, has an answer of, when this happens to you, it means you're a who. Because it's the believability factor. Because it's it's like, would this really famous person be like accepting $3,000 on cash? Right. Would this really famous person be talking to me, a normie, you know? It, the answer is they're not famous enough where you think it could be possible. But the truth is, is that Bow Wow does have management. And he does have a go-between. And he mm-hmm. isn't just selling $3,000 uh, features on 
Instagram message, mm-hmm. you know? But this clearly seems to be, this keeps happening. I do think that if you know who Bow Wow is, you know the catfish lore and you should realize that that's a thing. It's like culturally Bow Wow is part of catfish history. Okay. Bow Weezy on the Tyra show. That's right. He's checking for me nice and slow. That's right. He wants to be my man. Yeah. And I don't know if he can. Oh. Maybe I'm taken. Okay. But you know I like bacon. Okay. Can you fry it up? Okay. Hook a girl up. Bow Weezy what? on the set. Say what? Fly me on your jet. I will. But not a boat. G4. Because I'm afloat. Let's go. In the water and I'm against it. That's right. So get me off the boat quick. Okay. And into your arms. I got you. But maybe in a couple of years, because I still think you're a little too young. But okay. I got to say that you're fine. Thank you. And you're fly. We forgot that we put, well, I, I kind of forgot that we what we put in our writer. Mm-hmm. And it's so like. So many peanut M&Ms. It's like, it's like vegetables and hummus, like seltzer and peanut, peanut M&Ms. M&Ms. And so, so we good. show up and they're peanut so M&M's smart. and it's so exciting every time there's peanut it's M&M's. It's so exciting. I it's so, it so exciting. Much. Anyway, Carmen Electra appears distraught, seemingly cries in rare sighting in LA. This is sort of a bummer. Okay, no, listen. No, it has two parts. It's good. Because okay. when I saw these first photos, I very much said, yikes, and moved on because I'm like, I'm not covering this page six set of photos in which they caught Carmen Electra very much like having a moment But on not her to be stoop. cynical. It's an exclusive with Page Six. It's in front of her house. Oh, it's you think definitely she, said, she called him. It's Splash News. You she think? said, "Oh, okay. I you think I would. I would put money on it. This is a hundred percent. She called the pops, but it's okay. still sad. Like if you're doing this, it's sad." Carmen Electra appears distraught, seemingly cries in rare sighting in L.A. So. She's sitting on what I assume is her stoop. Mm -hmm. Actually, we didn't even check this, but she's sitting on a stoop with a door open. She's got her hair in the classic um, tired girlies top bun. Mm -hmm. And she's like looking distressed, no makeup, crying, Mm -hmm. kind of like fake crying, I don't know, into her hands. Okay, that's that came out July 31st, Mm -hmm. 2023. Next day, actually, Bobby, you're so right. Next day, August 1st, 2023. It's the same house. Carmen Electra, no, but the fact that it's the next day, like they didn't even give it like any time to sit. They just Mm -hmm. said next day, back to back. Carmen Electra posts sexy snap from same stoop where she was spotted, where she was spotted sobbing. (laughs) You get a photo, you get a photo. She kind of looks like Teddy Mellencamp and Erica Jane mixed together, which is a little Mary Fitzgerald as well. Truly don't know what Carmen Electra looks like anymore, but she's done up Barbie pink set amazing straight hair blonde standing proudly in the same doorway and kind of see through the door which i really don't want to do and guess what you see carmen electra photos behind her it's her house <laughs> yeah okay so it's good it's her house i mean i assumed it was her house from the yeah. first picture but i guess you really can't assume anything <laughs> and she wrote the year of pink the year of pink heart 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 she said i'm back baby you may have seen me yesterday sobbing but today i'm triumphant and i put on clothes and makeup or whatever i just feel so uh, now you shook me by saying this could be fake. This like they, she said, come, I'll cry and then come back and I'll, I'll slay. This is what happens when you don't have writers. These are the narratives you get. One day she cried. The next day she slayed. Like that's the best we can do without the writers. That's the best we can do without the writers. The other funny thing I'm noticing is that they have different bylines. Bernie got the first one and Tamantha Ryan got the second one. Oh my God, oh. Tamantha? I love that. Who's Tamantha? Oh, they're splitting. I've never seen that name Great on page name. six. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love it. Tamantha. Either. It's just Francesca. I'm just like, I'm a Francesca girly. Like, if it's not are. Francesca, like, I don't want to read I know. it. You know? <laughs> I know. I know. You love Francesca. I love Francesca. Bernie 
Tamantha Ryan. Tamantha said, you know what? I'm just going to go back to her house tomorrow. You know, you're so right. Why would they have photos of her on this stoop That's again if not because she said, come back. I'm going to dress up. Because if mm-hmm. any, there's no like LA photos where they catch you anymore. The only like caught photos are, I mean, they're just not. It's the, no. right? like everything is like I'm waiting around for something to happen because I know it's going to happen or I'm called. Well, I th- and I think maybe I'm dumb. I right? I think that's a factor of just like the changing media landscape, but there's less money in these photos. So you can't just you can't just prowl around and hope to find my, photos that you're going to sell. You have to really only show up if you know you're going to be able to sell them. Well, do, and also I right? think there's enough celebrities that know to call now. Yeah. So it's like if you, you're just going to keep getting calls, there's no reason to kind of again prowl around mm-hmm. and if you are prowling around you're going to go to celebrity hotspots and those are technically even though they're being caught if they know it's a place where where photographers go it still also doesn't count yeah. as being truly the only remaining unfortunately sorry the only remaining spotted that's authentic is Demois submissions because yeah. it's like Gawker stalker, those are yeah. actually like authentic people who are sometimes truthfully, sometimes lying, submitting, hey, I'm at this random place and there's a random celebrity mm-hmm. there and here's what they're doing. So it's like, otherwise, you're not really gonna get that. Yeah, yeah in the name of Gawker Stalker, which was- Which, you know, controversial. You know, was co- a- apparently problematic, but then relaunched by Demois, the exact same thing, and we love it as a culture now. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Interesting. some of us love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a culture, yeah, like, yeah. We're, we celebrate it. When yes. before, we were condemning it. Yes. Interesting how things change. It is, Lindsay. You're so right. It is so interesting how things change. <laughs> Speaking of pink, when we were wearing our pink outfits in, where was it, Philly? In oh Philly. Oh, my God. We were wearing our pink outfits walking to the venue, and I was like, the people we pass in the lobby are definitely going to think we're off to see Barbie. I said, no way. No, Lindsay's like, nah. We come back from come the show. On. We walk into the lobby, and uh, a staff member at the Hyatt was like, did you go see Barbie? How was Barbie? And we were like, oh, we actually we didn't go see Barbie. This was just our normal look. This was our everyday look. Okay. Feel the vibe let's move it. Never losing out the funk that we got. Did it you can hang? Why don't you just prove it? Come on, take a kiss with me. Why not? I see one, the two, the three, four on the dance floor. Gonna give you more what you want for damn sure. Skip the talk and just dance. And never too much, they get to let out your ass. Me, no. Exclusive Jason Manford defends Catherine Tildesley in Cake Gate Row by claiming businesses ask them for free publicity, quote, several times a day, as he insists. There's no need for a witch hunt or calling people out. (laughs) Maybe that's how he sounds. I don't know. Jason Manford. This is kind of funny. Well, I only picked it out because I didn't know who these people were. And I saw the name Cake Gate. And I said, well, what? What is fucking Cake Gate? I just think that we don't maybe realize. I mean, I guess I realize. But how often celebrities and basically non-celebrities alike ask for free stuff? Yeah. Yes. And if you're a small business that makes anything notably cute or <laughs> food or anything that is could be very devalued by somebody as saying, they'll give this to us for promotion, you are getting so many messages from vaguely famous people yeah. as for a switch. Like, I just think we don't realize how often this happens and how, an- like how annoying it must be mm-hmm. for the business to be a small business and have to kind of figure out whether this is something that you entertain and so these people got called out it's so much time spent by the business owner or like whoever they have to hire yes. like it's part of it's like a lot of work to sift through all of these because i'm sure some of them are probably worthwhile for the business some some agreements are probably very worthwhile but i bet most of them are not and you have to sort of dig through and find the diamonds in the rough 
Well, this was kind of like this cake person had enough and they posted on Facebook and then it obviously got into the Daily Mail and now they're in trouble. And then it was like, oh, you're canceling culturing us or whatever. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, I think the cake place was making a point. Like, do you know how many times we get asked about this? Okay, let's just like read. Here's the headline. I'll be the the representative for the celebrity and you can be the baker. Okay, where do you want me to? Okay, yeah, you read and then I'll figure it out. Good afternoon. I'm emailing Three Little Birds Bakery somewhere in the UK. Good afternoon. I'm wondering if you would be interested in the following opportunity. We are organizing a 40th birthday party for a well-known celebrity on the 1st of September 2023 in Manchester. In return for being a supplier for the event, payment would be made in the form of promotion on their socials with over 700,000 followers, as well as promoted in OK Magazine. They will be crediting all the suppliers on these platforms. The party has a guest list filled with celebrities and industry people from TV and film and music, so loads of work would come from it. Neverland, which is the company, I guess the event company that's planning this and who's emailing, would also use you for future events and parties for free. They are wanting three bullets. Bullet one, one 40th cake. The theme of the party is campus tits. I have designed her party in pinks, <laughs> sparkles, and a touch of flamingos. Bullet two, 100 cupcakes. 100 cupcakes. cupcakes. <laughs> Bullet three, one, this is hilarious, one smaller cake for her husband. <laughs> The celebrity's husband, as it's actually his birthday that day, and we wanted to surprise him. Let me know your thoughts. Thank you. And then she doesn't leave in the name. I love this. You be the baker. Hello, Abigail. Thanks so much for the email. We do have availability for your date. I'm so sorry to hear that your client has fallen on such hard times that they can't afford to pay small businesses for their products. Unfortunately, as my mortgage provider doesn't take payment in the form of promotion on their socials, and my staff can't feed their kids with exposure on Instagram, I'll have to decline your very generous offer. Those are my thoughts. All the best. Beck. They publish these on Facebook, these emails. Just to be like, LOL, can you imagine? I mean, they took out all the names, whatever. They wrote, this poor celebrity apparently can't afford to pay for their products and services. Spare a thought. What happened to women supporting women? Hashtag exposure doesn't pay the bills. Hashtag support small business owners. Hashtag support women entrepreneurs. Neverland reaches out and says, we're going to file a defamation lawsuit. We're suing you. (laughs) We're suing you because you didn't um, block out our information. Mm Mm-hmm. Neverland. Uh, and they wrote, Neverland. I've now been threatened with legal action by Neverland as a response to this post, which they say is encouraging defamation of their business. So in order to make clear our posts are being completely transparent, we aren't spreading false information. Let's just be clear. Neverland aren't getting paid properly either. They are also working entirely on a promotional expenses <laughs> only basis. Hope that clears it up. She's a fucking legend for this. This is great. I mean, she really is. This is amazing. This it's is great. amazing. But then how did we find out that it was this celebrity everything added up to this unnamed celebrity be, via the birthdays and the age of her husband that's how people Damn, sort of figured out who sleuth, it was sleuthed it out they, they did sleuthed they sleuthed out it's coronation actress Catherine tides tiledly tiledly who's 39 about to turn 40 has a husband who's about to turn 42 so people start reaching out to her and also she has over 700,000 followers on Instagram like they did the math right they left I did the math so that's kind of crazy to be honest. Catherine had to ma- release an Instagram video one. saying like, "I love the company Neverland, but like, I didn't ask for this. I don't have a relationship with OK." Cake Gate. What? <laughs> so, I had no idea those emails were being sent. I'm not working with the lovely OK magazine on anything that I'm aware of, and Neverland 
are an amazing company. They've supplied me with performers in the past. They're insane and they've been completely misrepresented in this matter. Um, utterly bizarre. Don't really know what to say. I mean, I hope the cake lady got the exposure she was craving. Whilst I've got journalists knocking on my front door while my kids are playing in the front room. Dead nice, that babes. Thanks for coming. Wait, do you think that she didn't know they asked for it for free? She just said, mm. like, take care of this and plan I'm it sh- for me? That's how know. it. That's Come how on. I'm. In, that's how I interpret it. But it's you sort of like. You can't say that. Mm. There's I, no way that she's, you would she's know that they were ignorance. asking that's for how free I on it. behalf of you. Right. Like, yeah. I bet if you were planning this and they said, oh, we want a cake, da, da, da. The planner was like, we could probably get it for free for, like, if we get, you know coverage or whatever which we can definitely get and you're like okay might as well ask i do think that those sorts of like if you're planning a big bash like with an actual event party planner that's like an expensive celebrity bash i'm sure you don't this catherine woman who's on coronation street i'm sure some of the pricing is obscured you're sort of like i'm gonna pay this event company a fee for this party i don't really know how it trickles down i kind of do believe that but she's acting so like oh i would never it's like you know how the sausage is made lady come on you gotta know how this is made ultimately i think she doesn't really look bad this company does and i just i wonder kind of what this does it's still good press it's press Mm -hmm. it's still press which is amazing it still turned out to be press free free press and i think this three little birds bakery the the response on her Facebook or this company's Facebook seemed based on the Daily Mail's coverage of it, their reporting of it, which is, you know, the Daily Mail. So they're going to come with a very, very clear point of view and side that they're on. But like they only publish like the positive responses that were like, Slay Queen, we love that you're doing this. Yes, point out these haters, like point out these awful people in, you know, Holly Weird or Coronation Street, whatever. Best known for playing Eva Price on Weatherfield's <laughs> famous cobbles for seven years until 2018, Catherine also appeared on Strictly Come Dancing in 2019. I know we've talked about this for way too long, but this headline is so funny. Coronation Street actress Catherine Tildesley hits back at Baker who refused to make her 100 cakes for her birthday in return for exposure. 100 cakes is funny when it was 100 cupcakes. <laughs> well, we're asking for 100 cakes. <laughs> Taylor Swift calls Sookie Waterhouse the, quote, wildest person she knows. I trust her, quote, to keep any secret. I'm, you know what that means to me? Sookie Waterhouse knows something so crazy about Taylor Swift. Because not only I'll keep my is mouth that shut. part of the quote that Taylor gave to Essence in this profile of Sookie Waterhouse, but the fact that Taylor Swift gave a, uh, she gave a, she's on tour, she gave, she gave a, a quote, paragraph she gave a statement. secondary interview to Essence about Suki Waterhouse while on tour. Are you kidding me? She gave a secondary character witness interview style to Essence. I mean, whoever that's who like, wrote this? What's that's that? like Suki knows where a body or two is buried. You know, like that is... I will keep it to myself, but I'm going to need uh, Emily Kirkpatrick, who did this interview, to DM me and explain to me what went on here. Because to get to get Shree Payne, Emily, to, we will join like, Signal if you need us to. Okay, interrupt like. the 14 hour edition, like rendition of Evermore that Taylor Swift is doing currently on tour. Did you see every celebrity went to see her I, in LA? I know that's why traffic broke. All I don't know broke. anyone who wasn't famous or related to someone famous or whatever got to see Taylor Swift in LA. It was every single celebrity in the goddamn world was there. And they all had good seats somehow. So Taylor Swift took time out from... From the biggest tour of all time. Again, the biggest tour to of all time. give a 
glowing paragraph about Sookie Waterhouse to an Essence interview. Love Essence, but it Essence, really, you know, we're not talking store. the cover of Vogue. I know. It's a clothing store with a blog. <laughs> a good one. A good one. I'm going to read it. Sookie has always seemed like she stepped out of a time machine. Of course, it's a Taylor Swift quote, so it's like beautifully written. Sookie has always seemed like she stepped out of a time machine. Her music is so raw and hopelessly romantic because that's how she moves through the world. When we hang out, I often come away wondering how somebody can be so simultaneously spontaneous and free and also prenaturally wise. She's the wildest person I know who I would also trust to keep any secret. You'll be stressed about something trivial and she'll just look right at you, cigarette in hand, and say, babe, you know none of this actually matters. And she'll be exactly right. So like that's her example of wisdom. Uh, oh my God. Wire her $40 million for this. I mean- First of all, she true, called true. you out as a smoker, which is sick. Oh, she's, that's fine. That's fine. I, no, I, I mean like Suki gives cool. smoker to me. Yeah, Suki gives no, smoker to cool. me. it's cool. She'll look at you, Siggy in hand, and say, babe, you know none of this actually matters. What this says to me beyond like she knows How where the bodies are buried. Taylor Swift constantly. Is, yeah. is that Taylor doesn't really have kind of anyone in her circle who was remotely realistic or honest with her. So like the most, the most base and level the Heim honesty. Girlies right. The Heim girlies the are buried. I don't even think that I don't even think the Heim girlies right, are do. maybe even no, they know where the bodies are buried. I'm saying the Heim girlies, I bet, aren't this sort of raw with her. Like Suki may be one of the only people who's willing to give her the most base, fundamental kind of tough love. Just like literally, Taylor, it doesn't matter. Like that she thinks, babe, you know, none of this actually matters is powerful and wise makes me think that she doesn't really have any close friends at all, which I think we've all known. Wait, but I actually think that is powerful and wise. (laughs) Somebody who you think is cool telling you none of this actually matters is very powerful and wise. I agree that it's powerful and wise. I just think that like, I'm surprised that more people aren't telling her that, more close people in her life. To me, this is giving, this is like the, it didn't, there was a low bar here that most of her friends aren't being raw with her or real with her. That's how I interpreted this. I'm not using this as an excuse to think about Taylor Swift's psyche. I'm using this to think about Sookie Waterhouse, who is the who in the scenario, because I don't want to, I don't want to fanfic Taylor any more than she's already been fanficked, you know? But Sookie knows where the bodies are buried. There is no reason for Tree Payne to get an email from someone at Essence, no offense, and and say, yeah, Taylor will give you a quote. Bodies. She has a map. <laughs> the other reason I think this might be a thing is because Taylor Swift, on record, again, this is not fanfic, loves British people. And I think that Sookie really, you know, hits that for her. Yeah. When she was still with Joe, they were, they like allegedly like double dated a lot they went on double dates yeah. yeah allegedly there was a they were spotted on a double date she knows so much if you could only listen to one album for the rest of your life would you rather it be the spice girls or taylor swift um well i i grew up absolutely loving the spice girls i even had the lunchbox but i'm gonna have to say uh evermore forever i nearly said forevermore basically forevermore forevermore that's like a, oh, that's mixing the two together. That's the perfect answer. You know who knows more? Who? People who work the door at Craig's because <laughs> they are seeing a lot of foot traffic from mm-hmm. celebrities, including mm-hmm. Catherine McPhee. Mm-hmm. Who said, oh, God. <laughs> on, this is funny. Catherine McPhee says she narrowly missed restaurant armed robbery just by a few hours. If you're wondering if this was shared directly with the magazine, it wasn't. It she wasn't, commented no. on an Instagram street people of Beverly Hills, which is one of those like alarmist like 
we're posting crime and then all the comments are Catherine like Catherine McPhee follows on alarmist Instagram and she wrote oh gee missed this by a few hours because I guess there was some sort of robbery at Craig's which I kind of think it's funny because first of all great place to rob so many rich people there right <laughs> like if you're gonna rob like go rob Craig's secondly there are so many photographers there, there are always so many people there photographers uh-huh. are posted uh-huh. up there's I assume they have security so it's also weird to rob Craig's because you'd think like there'd be enough kind of you know, it'd be difficult to rob Craig's. Right, right. You know? Wasn't it Catherine McPhee Foster who was like, we don't wear our jewelry out anymore? Wasn't that her? Was it? No, really, was it? Who was it? No, it was her. It was her. She says she she's scared to wear, she's scared to wear jewelry in Beverly Hills. Yes. Do you think Catherine that was McPhee. one of the reasons why she launched Cheap Jewelry cheap Line? Jewelry. Because she was like, oh, so I can wear my cheap jewelry instead of wearing my expensive jewelry? KMF Jewelry. Because I'm scared KMF. of... I'm too close to KMS for my comfort, but don't do it again. We've been there. We've been there. We've been there. We've We've been been there. there. You know who else commented on the at street people of Beverly Hills Instagram? Let me guess. Farrah Abraham. That's Los Angeles. You cannot go out to eat. (laughs) So Farrah Abraham is saying Los Angeles is so dangerous that you literally can't go out to eat. It's like (laughs) if this is what happens when you're rich and you're on citizen all day. If you're in the same realm of commenting as Farrah Abraham, like you need to take, take a like a readjust, mm-hmm. you know. Moving on. We need good news now. We need this headline: Sheila E. assumed a man walking by playing her her music wouldn't recognize her, but he walked past her and spoke to her. Not only did he speak to her, he goes, "Hey, Sheila Wait, I'm E." Sorry, this headline <laughs> is so stupid. That's definitely <laughs> AI headline. That's AI headline. Yeah, for, for, sure. Sure. For, sure. for sure. For sure. For sure. I mean, the tweet itself is all you need. It's a video Sheila E. took. <laughs> Dude is playing my song in the in the ball. He doesn't know. So oh, he did. <laughs> That's hilarious. In the mall. So it's clearly she's on like the second floor of a mall. What it, what it seems to me, she heard this guy on the first floor, then went up the flight of escalators or and was like, started the video and was like, this guy is walking around the mall playing my music. And he definitely has no idea that I'm like walking by him. Meanwhile, he goes up the escalator, passes her and goes, hey, Sheila E. <laughs> and she can't deal with it. So that. funny. So funny. She's like, I'm it. out here thinking I'm a who. And to some, I'm still a them because he's playing the glamorous life in the background. Vaguely part of me is like, like I don't trust any video posted I'm like hmm I don't know seems like hmm interesting this seems very authentic to me I know that we should all have our little alarm bells up we should all have our ears perked she does seem delighted in a very authentic way and Sheila E is not an actress and she's putting on a good performance so you're kind of like okay maybe I don't I don't believe that this is fake for a second and I feel like I'm pretty Mm -hmm. skeptical like her smile is like so it's so authentic to me when he says Mm -hmm, her name mm -hmm. Sheila E you're a them to somebody. Teach me, Sheila. Oh, look at this. We have stuff. Okay, so I grew up playing pots and pans first. So, I, yeah, I did. So I just took stuff. You know, you can, you can, you can just make it up. You know. Oh, that is a nice sound. Yes. God, I got No, that's rhythm. it. Okay, I'll go slower. Everyone has rhythm, by the way. Really. Uh, if your heart didn't beat, you wouldn't be here. Your heartbeat is the first rhythm. Come on now. Come on. How want to be famous. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. 
What when I sleep on other beds, what is there I else get to say mad. Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it's it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently. Their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. I'm Misha Brown, and I'm the host of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop. Every week, guests join me to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time, like Who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize. They never imagined somebody might actually try to snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Big Flop early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. We got new boots, and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing, and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. 
They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm-hmm. break in. Yep. You know, yep. mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Oh, God. I know, dark. But listen, but listen. I, I don't do even think like this it's... is that dark, to be honest. You don't think it's dark that Tori Spelling moved her like eight kids into an RV? I don't think it's that dark. No. Because I refuse Why? to believe that this woman is actually ever destitute. I think that there's so much money. You think it's just drama? I think it's drama. That woman has so much money. Drama. It's it's sort of like the thing where it's like, the way I picture this, and again, this is me fan fictionizing, but it's like, your family has so much fucking money that well, the, the only barrier to this money is you being stubborn. So, and I don't think that's destitute. She spent the like $50 million she got famously, and that's mm-hmm. like what they always bring up. I think this is a tool because I think the ex, Dean McDermott, wants a divorce right and she goes i won't divorce you but i am going to humiliate you by moving our kids into an rv and like really play it up like you are fucking me over so badly both you and my mother are fucking me over so badly like that this is in europe with that gay guy it's pathetic (laughs) like yeah you're like candy's like off hanging out with that guy flag and like i said flag i said flag josh flag his name is flag Lindsay said flag i heard it Oh my God. And I and I, I do think you're right. Like, there is a way to look at this where it's like... She wants me to feel bad and I refuse to be manipulated. I just... Right. Yeah, it's true. And she's calling people to come take photos. You know, it's very... Yeah. This cracked me up, though. So this article, this uh, by uh, in Hollywood Gossip has lots of kind of information that other people don't have, TBD, on whether it's real. But one of the things that they say that's so strange is... They're saying like candy is offered to pay for a place for them to stay. This has never been an issue, but it's never good enough. It's never in the right area. It's never what she wants. But clearly it's like she wants to be seen as this like heroic as figure. A struggling right? mother. Yeah. Um, and they wrote in this part of this, which made me really like, what the fuck? It says a lot of people have expressed fury towards candy over Tori's plight. It sounds like this source aims to change that. An insider emphasized that the situation is more complicated than many of Tori's fans and Candy's critics have assumed. Quote, one of the problems is Tori doesn't speak to anyone on the phone, the source griped. It's crazy. That's That's interesting to me. So that means that Tori only does like texting Texting. and DMing and she's, so everything is probably miscommunicated. No one can actually have a real conversation with her Mm -hmm. and like nothing will ever be resolved. And it seems like that even with like maybe tabloid, sources that she's speak you know she's really only able to communicate poorly yeah with her family and with the media right so you're like so what you're saying is that she's kind of an unreliable narrator to begin with but the yes. fact that she only communicates via text and dm yes. makes it harder just exacerbates yes. everything that's that difficult source, about tori spelling 
And I feel like this source is probably Candy Spelling, like, or yeah. somebody very close, or jo- honestly, Josh Flagg or something. Like, it's very someone very close to her. Candy and doesn't want probably this bad saying, press. Like, She's she like, I'm trying. My, she won't pick up my calls. I'm calling her because it's like Candy, someone who's like using the phone because she's like older. Yeah, right. She loves and the phone. And Tori is like, text me, Snapchat me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just am like, I'm bummed for the kids because obviously they like don't want to live in an RV yeah. park with their crazy mom. I'm bummed for the kids, but I just think that like I'm not gonna be like. At that age, you, all, you already think oh. your mom is crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm Candy Spelling. My husband, Aaron Spelling, and I designed and built one of the largest single-family homes in America. We named it The Manor. We entertained princes, presidents, and Hollywood royalty. More importantly, we raised our children here. But now it's just me, and The Manor is way too big. I never thought I'd say this, but... I'm selling Spelling Manor. What have we here? <laughs> Look, I'm quoting Star Wars. What have we here? Oh, sorry. I was like, what is it's that? A I was like, what line. was that That's why intro? I called it that. Hello, what have we here? Star Wars icon Billy D. Williams, 86, releasing releasing memoir covering his almost eight decade career. I saw how absurd my life has been at times. He's like, trust me, I know I'm crazy. <laughs> trust me, I know I'm, my life has been wacky. You know, Looking I love that. Looking forward to the Celebrity Memoir Book Club about this. Me too, so much. You know, uh, I, what was I gonna say? I did laugh because a few months ago there were these headlines that was like, Billy D. Williams like teases Star Wars. Like, is he coming back to Star Wars? It's like, no, he was teasing his memoir. You know, he said like, (laughs) I have news coming. He was teasing his appearance on it just like that. Oh my, yeah, well, he played. He was great on it just like that. He's a Todd Wexler's father who they killed in a previous episode, and then he came back to life. <laughs> in the first episode of the show, LTW was like, I was, my I was, I was, it was died. so hard for me when I lost my father last year. And then in season two, they were like, uh, 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 retcon, he's alive. <laughs> it's Billy D. Williams. <laughs> Wait, what if she has two fathers? You know what? That was, that was small-minded of me. You're right. She could have two dads. Yeah, it's, I'm shocked that you, me, an ally, I said, why doesn't she have two dads? <sighs> okay. You. Okay, here's you. why. Okay, here's why. Here's you. why she doesn't have two dads. Here's why she doesn't have two dads. Why? If a character on and just like that had two dads, it would be the first thing they mentioned in the show. That's <laughs> true. It would be the first it thing. It wouldn't be they subtle. Mentioned. It wouldn't be subtle. LTW would, would be, be out here being like, "My t- growing up, my two dads. You know my two dads. My two dads. Absolutely." Especially with her mother-in-law, she'd be like, the reason I'm not good with mothers is because I had two dads. <laughs> you know, like we would have heard lines like that. I can't wait until somebody listens to this podcast and writes that into the show, like Lisa Todd Wexler, like as the daughter of two dads, <laughs> one of which is dead, the which is Billy D. But what's funny is if they made Billy D gay on just like that, they'd have to um, deal with the fact that he keeps giving interviews where she says that he's um, gender fluid, but then is like, wait, I'm not, what's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Well, he's just like, it's a factor of age where he's just like, he's a straight cis man who's just like very comfortable with his identity and sexuality and just like his likes and desires and whatever. So he's like, sometimes I feel feminine. Sometimes I feel masculine. And so when someone was like, so you're gender fluid? And he was like, yeah, sure. He didn't really know what that meant. I know. And he's like, he's like, no, I don't have dysphoria. I'm not confused about my identity at all. Why are people calling me this thing? It's like, yeah. God, the line is so funny. No, 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 I'm not gay by any stretch of the imagination. Not that I have anything against gay people, but personally, not gay. Not gay. <laughs> no, it's really unfair to, you know, it's, right. he's, it's fine. You, like, right. It's unfair that, you know, he is like getting this type of quoting because he's just trying to like figure out what 
is going on. And yeah. that's okay. And he's like, I just need to release a memoir. Knopf, I need a memoir. Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and it does feel like he's like trying to figure out respectfully, you know? Yes, like, he is. Like, what is gender fluid? Explain. He seems nothing, <laughs> he seems nothing but respectful. He seems nothing but respectful. Anyway, Stephen and Lily, read it. Read it, please. <laughs> he said, read F- Freud. It's like, okay, no, now, now stop. He was stop, like, read please. Young. He was like, obviously, yeah. you've never read Carl Young. Uh, you got to read Young. <laughs> um, this is the same guy I remember said he gave an interview to Esquire a while ago. And he said, um, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I don't care what people are. If they're fucking each other, if they're sucking each other, <laughs> whatever they're doing, that's fine with me. I don't care. He was talking about Carrie, Carrie Fisher, Fisher and Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. He doesn't care if they're sucking or fucking. <laughs> God, I mean, it really, like, he grew, up, he grew up in a very, like, sexually free time and like i bet in many ways he looks at it today and he's like he's like what's everyone's problem we were sucking and fucking all like why can't i talk about sucking and fucking it's so true it's you know that that is so true he's like so many terms for everything but people aren't just aren't sucking and fucking anymore and it's like when i was your age we didn't have we didn't have terms we were just sucking and fucking this memoir is this memoir is going to be it should be called sucking and fucking mm -hmm. (laughs) sucking fucking each other and sucking each other comes out in february (laughs) I can't wait. Olivia Coppel drops style and beauty tips as she hits the road amid festival season. Me. Is this Spawn? Is this Spawn? I open up the page and it says, a Boulder festival season is here. Olivia Coppel is gearing up to listen to some of her favorite artists as they continue to take the stages across all the summer festivals. Before hitting the road in the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax, the model shared her must-have beauty, fashion, and technology items with Us Weekly. (laughs) The caption, Olivia Coppel, courtesy of Olivia Coppel. That's the entire article. The article is a v- is a it links a, to a um, sweepstakes. sweepstakes. Yeah, I entered. Yeah, I entered. But you way. did. Oh yeah, I'll sell oh, that. You're thing. gonna win the all new 2024 tracks by Chevrolet. No, you're not. Yeah. You can um, win two VIP tickets to a 2024 summer music festival. The prize winner of you're Brooklyn, gonna New win. York. You're gonna win, and the festival's gonna be like all It'll be Nick Fest. <laughs> It'll be Nick be Fest. Nick. I'll go. It'll be Nick Fest. It'll be what's the what's the country one? I hope it's the country one. Stagecoach. Yeah, stagecoach. I'll go to that. You wish, babe. You wish. Um, we have a flop off. <laughs> and did you notice they're both DC flops? This just in. We have a flop off. <laughs> Ladies and we gentlemen, got we got a flop off. <laughs> flop off is good. Did you come up with that or did Timmy? No, Timmy did. Are you oh, Timmy. Oh, that's Genius. so good. Flop off. Timmy, Timmy did. He put these two together and he said, we have a flop off because I didn't even kind of whatever i mean i'm just i don't even the i ignore all headlines about zachary whatever his name and is i ignore all headlines about Stephen amell because he's been a piece of shit and annoying as hell for like 10 years oh he behaved like an idiot yeah i know it's fucking the sun came out today i know of course, at this Stephen point you just like stop paying attention but it is stupid because they're being anti-union and they're being publicly not supportive of the union that that is currently striking and it is a very bad look and I don't even think it's about politics. I think it's just about being a dick, <laughs> you know. And, and, and you know, both, in a, in a yeah. way, it's almost there is a there is a slightly generous read of the situation where, where what I mean is there's a way to read this where they're doing something helpful because I think it might be important to realize that like we're so inundated with actors sort of like right yes being publicly I see what you're saying um, being publicly Bro. protesting pro union. It, acting in solidarity, going to the picket line, whatever, like calling out the scabs. Where, and I think that there are totally. a lot of people who feel like Stephen Amell and Zachary Levi do, and they're keeping their mouth shut, and these idiots are opening their mouths. 
you get in a bubble where you think, how could this not be so yeah. powerful? Yes. How could this deal not happen? Everyone's in support, but there are so many people who aren't, which who is are probably like, like mm. you need to hear it or else you'll feel really crazy because you'll be like, this is, it's just so crazy. Everyone agrees. So what's the problem? You know, it's just these evil, it's like, no, there's so many actors and probably a lot of writers who are anti-union, oh, who yeah. are just not speaking up because they don't want to get yelled at. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem because then you don't understand why somebody might not be anti-union, therefore to understand why you have to be pro-union. Like You it, need that's these the fools like, to open their mouths and have a little flop off. You need these fools. And you're like, oh, this isn't, it's not, it's probably not the majority opinion, but it's probably like, wow, it, it's probably pr 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 pretty significant. I love that we're being, <laughs> I love that we're seeing, being got to see both sides, but you have to see both sides so you can fight the wrong right. one. <laughs> no, I think this will, this is, this will act as like, this is, this will mobilize people. Like, it's like, you oh, have we have to be louder than these fucking fools. You have to know your enemy so you can take them down. I'm and telling always, you, it's not about like understanding them. It's about taking them down. And the tragedy of this is that it's like, these fucking fools. So the, the reason they're having a flop off is because Stephen Amell is promoting the second season of his star show about wrestlers called Heels. And Zachary God. Levi is promoting God. like, I guess, the Shazam 2 is streaming and he's at Comic-Con or something. He's at some convention and he's trying to sort of like do events, but he can't promote work. And they're both like talking about the union and being open about how they think that the strike is dumb. I'm sure you'll play the clips, but it's like the products, the projects that they are promoting or the projects that they are annoyed about not being able to promote are total fucking flops. Like who fucking cares about no. heels and who cares about Shazam 2? You know, I guess the, the sentiment of the union seems to be you're in or you're out. Um, and so it sounds like you're kind of on that line that you understand the strike, but you're not necessarily down with it the way other actors are. I understand the strike on an intellectual level. Um, striking is not the only form of negotiating. And if there's a positive thing to take away from this, and believe me, Harvey, I'm searching for the positives right now because the past day or so has not been the most fun. Um, if there is a positive here, I would, I would like to think that in some way, shape or form, I can encourage people to get back to the table and negotiate. I think that, again, one of the silver linings that come out of this is I'm gonna get the opportunity later today to speak with SAG leadership, to show them how much I support them and wanna stand with them. I'm not allowed to talk about, <laughs> this is so dumb. I'm not allowed to talk about any of my previous work. He continued, I'm not allowed to talk about any animated princess movies that I was fantastic in as the best prince ever. I'm not allowed to talk about those things. His comments received backlash online. However, on Friday, he clarified his remarks in a statement saying in part, it's come to my attention that an offhand remark I made in jest last weekend is being taken out of context. So let me be very clear. I fully support my union, the WGA, and the strike. I remain an outspoken critic of the exploitative system that us artists are subject to work in since I started my journey in this business 25 years ago. Who cares about Zachary Lee? Who cares about reruns of Chuck? I mean, it doesn't help that these two kind of are known to be 
dicks and mm-hmm. kind of conservative anyway. So it's not like these are random. These aren't like reliable, interesting people who are coming out with like maybe a take that makes you uncomfortable because they're like doing some nuance. They're actually mm-hmm. just like assholes. You know, that's the other thing that really makes it kind of easy to just be like, well, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, and that's dumb. The- no offense. And I think Stephen Amell wins the flop off because... Stephen Amell posted he won the flop off because he like a he a doesn't understand like how unions work he doesn't understand like collective bargaining but the way that he apologized for his quotes that went viral which I'm sure Lindsay has played by now he used Instagram in a way that like he didn't know how to use Instagram he doesn't know how to apologize publicly he didn't know how to do anything so he posted a notes app on the grid the notes app on the grid was just one sentence and it said please read below as I thought it was important to clarify comments I made this weekend His comments are in the caption of the Instagram grid post. The Instagram grid post has a character limit, so we could only put half of his comments in the caption. The rest of them are in a comment that's like (laughs) buried down in the comments. So half of it begins, he goes, he points out line by line what he said and what he meant by it, okay? Number one, I support my union. I do. I stand with them. His clarification, this doesn't need much clarity. My support is unconditional. I stand with them. This goes on and on and on. The best part is in the comments because it goes continued in the comments. Part mm-hmm. four, what it's I said. continued in the comments. Number four, quote, I think that thinking as it pertains to shows like the show that I am on that premiered last night, I think it is myopic. Nothing about the strike is funny, but if I may self-deprecate for a moment, I have no clue what I was trying to say here. <laughs> Wait, what? So wait, he so doesn't know saying, what myopic mean. What, what, what myopic means? So he was just like, I can't give clarity for this line. I don't know what I meant. That's a he won the flop off. He was going line by line. He was like, at this point, I'm not sure what I meant by this specific thing. It appears I won the flop off, Steve. Bobby, what does myopic mean? Nearsighted, not looking, not looking forward, not looking ahead. All you can see but, is what's directly ahead of you. So he was calling the strike myopic. I, but he didn't I, know what it meant. Yeah, but he didn't know what it meant. He probably heard someone refer to the strike as myopic at some point, and he was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. That's a real, that's like the worst, it, there's a lot of things you could say, but that is like probably the most wrong. Yeah. If anything, it's probably. like the most, it's the most farsighted, farsighted, oh my God, that's yeah. also the wrong word. Yeah. It's the most forward thinking. I think the farsighted most, uh, is, is what you would say the opposite of myopic. Farsighted? Is. Yeah. yeah. That means you can see far, but not I just close. don't know what I just don't know what the scientific term for farsightedness is because I, really I am don't personally know myopic. what the word is. Every time I go to the optometrist, she goes, "You got a classic myopia," and I'm like, "Thank you." Me too. Oh my god, I'm so nearsighted; it's unbelievable. And they I'm always saying, go, "You're oh, you're an ideal candidate for LASIK," and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? What am I, a Jonas brother? I'm not doing that." I love that. that they say that to you. It's like ask him one question, you'd understand that he's not the ideal candidate for LASIK. It's like, do you want lasers in your eyes? You would get your answer right there. <laughs> I think that the strike is actually not myopic. Yeah. Much more, much more far-sighted than it is near-sighted. Right yeah. now, it's very yes. uncomfortable. In the future, it's going to be extremely important. Plan and ahead. Revolutionary for the industry. They're planning. And ahead. the people now are making the sacrifices for the people to come. Anyway, on thread, Stephen Amell reposted Jordan Peterson. In order to be able to think, you have to risk being offensive. These fools, these fools all like the same fools. It's so funny. They're now equating like, oh, we got yelled at by the masses with like all cancel sorts of culture. cancel culture. Yeah. So it's like, stupid. You don't even know what myopic means. <laughs> Zachary Levi just called the strike dumb. Stephen Amell did all that. He won the flop off. Yes. Stephen Amell definitely won the flop off because yeah, sure. at least the other guy, he knew he was a flop. I can't deal with them both being DC people because he's Arrow and Zachary Levi's Shazam. Do you know what it means? They know what it's like to flop. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm saying. 
it shows like the extent of DC's floppage where it's like, they really just like fundamentally picked the wrong guys. They picked the wrong guys. Because part of the superhero thing is picking the right superheroes, picking the right who is going to be the person that gets to be the superhero and represent them. And it's like, mm-hmm. not these two. How much of this same? Vet bills can be expensive, but Spot Pet Insurance can give you up to 90% cash back on vet bills, so you can worry less about high vet bills. Yep, up to 90% cash back on vet bills for unexpected accidents, illness, and even routine care. And with Spot Pet Insurance plans, you can go to any vet you want in the U.S. or Canada. There's no network you need to stick to, so visit your favorite vet and you can save money on expensive vet bills. That's Spot Pet Insurance. It's no wonder Spot is America's favorite pet insurance. Visit SpotPet.com for a free quote today. For all terms, visit SpotPetInst.com slash sample-policy. Spot Pet insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produce Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. This is an independent ad from Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me goes a long way. getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD, and I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box. 
because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's talk about some relationships. Good relationships stories today. Michelle Yeoh marries fiance Jean Tau in Switzerland after 6,992 <gasps> days together. This really, did you know she had been dating this guy for 6,992 days? Because I didn't. I don't want to be rude, but I don't think anyone knew unless like you know her personally and like, I don't had think met anyone him, which knew. is fine. I know. Looking back, there are a lot of photos of them together at like Formula One events because that's what this guy does. I looked him up on People and it was like, he's French. He owns Ferrari or the CEO Ferrari or something. Well, Timmy knew immediately. He was like, because all the F1 people kind of like had seen his name mm-hmm. in the F1s in the F1 world, and all the F1 people. Not I don't I'm not trying to call them out, but they all became F1 people because they watched the reality show on Netflix that came out like a few years ago mm-hmm. at this point, and then like became F1 people. Yes, let's be real. So Timmy summarized it. To summarize, he was the team principal in layman terms, in charge or head of. Of Ferrari F1 team, then he was the CEO of Ferrari, then the president of the FIA. Timmy says that would be like being the president of FIFA in soccer. Last last year I was represented by my wife. You know my wife? She was in Paris about two weeks ago. Ten times every day. When she's not busy, she's with me. Okay. She follows me. And when she's busy, if I can go and see her, I go and see her. Sophia Bush divorcing husband Grant Hughes after 13 months of marriage. This is like... This blew up the chats. I don't know if it blew up your chats, but it blew up my chats. Didn't blow up my chats. Really? Didn't get a single chat about this. Well, they had a Vogue wedding write-up that had the girlies loving life reading it. If you don't remember, you do I'm, remember. I'm remember they had the, it, their wedding oh, in Tulsa. I do remember this. I do remember this. Remember it was and it was all the like, like Tulsa we're history. We're going to have our wedding in Tulsa. Yes. And we're going to like, we're going to highlight Tulsa. Like it was, it had nothing to, it was like, we're going to, it was just the most activist. It was all about like, we want to, like we want to remind people about the history yeah. of Tulsa. Right. Yes. Right. By getting married yes. in Tulsa. Good intentions there. She had good intentions there, but it was a, it was a lot. Sure. But it's a lot. And it, it kind of comes off as like. So you kind of like use Tulsa to to promote yourself. Kind of, yeah, uh, that's definitely virtue, that's virtue definitely signal how. your and these two literally their divorce statement says um, Sophie and Grant were friends for 10 years and bonded through COVID during their through their love of community service. They continue to run their nonprofit together and remain good friends. So it, even their breakup statement is like we are good. God, people. Right. Deborah Messing was there. Right. If Deborah Messing's in your wedding party, like yeah, of course she was. Of course she was. So they're broken up. They're divorcing. Okay, got it. We did talk about this on the show. We did talk about this on the show. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. 13 months of marriage. And they're like, oh, we're still friends. Well, his last gram was celebrating their anniversary. Her last gram was celebrating her debut in, on the West End in two, 222 Which, A Ghost Story. Ruby the one Rose that is, um, Ruby Rose is doing Ruby in Melbourne. With a, Ruby Rose with a Y is doing 222 A Ghost Story in Melbourne. They're oh, playing, they're playing Lauren. Lauren. Right, right, right. They're playing Lauren. Okay. But Sophia Bush isn't in 222 A Ghost Story anymore because they just announced that she dropped out because she had a sickness, which now I'm believing the sickness is divorce. I'm getting divorced from my husband. And I. Right. That's right? got to be what it was. Don't you think? She's going through some personal stuff. The yeah. timing is a little bit. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Anyways. Okay. What's next? We got a very rare K pop public relationship Blackpink. 
Blackpink's Very Jisoo. Rare. So Jisoo, who's in Blackpink, is dating Anbo Hyun, mm-hmm. who's just a South Korean actor. He's not in a K-pop star. Mm-hmm. But this is notable because mm-hmm. people in K-pop groups are very famously publicly single, even if they're dating people, because they have to be seen. It's very boy bandy. They have to be seen as, like, attainable. They have to keep their romances on the down I think low. men more than women, yeah. though. Yeah. Don't you think? Okay. But they confirmed it. They released a statement that's, like, so... It's so funny and like chaste. They released a statement to CNN. This is, I mean, I'm sure they released a statement to like Korean media, but like they released a statement to American media. I was going to say, it probably also was probably in Korean and translated. The CNN statement is here it is. The two are in a stage where they are getting to know each other with, where they are getting to know each other slowly with good feelings. We would appreciate it if you could watch the couple with a warm gaze. I love that. It's translated, but it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Like support them. I was looking up mm-hmm. him because I was just like, who he's is in he that show. Descendants of the he's been in some K dramas. The Sun was a huge show. He uh, has a YouTube channel, or like it hasn't been active in a year or so. But he had a YouTube channel that was very intensely edited. Like it's really, it's really giving like reality show vibes. It had like all the different kind of fun little moments and graphics or whatever. And a lot of it is him like working out or like vlogging or like whatever. A lot of videos of him working out. Who's next? Guess who's not dating anymore? That's right. We knew it. Rami Malek and Lucy Boynton broke up. Everyone said it, and they are. It was confirmed by the sun. Rami is enjoying life and living it up. Okay. (laughs) And then I saw a TMZ article that was like, Rami Malek praised for Oppenheimer role. Fans think he's back. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, I didn't see it, so I don't know. I mean, you saw it. Do you think he's back? Is that like, were you like, were you gagging at his moment? He's got some, he's got a couple moments. Yeah, he's good. He's a good actor. That's the thing. Okay. He's a good actor. He won an Oscar for like something really silly. It's but, been. You know, he's a good actor. It's fine. Yeah, I saw his I saw his ad for Mandarin yeah. Oriental. I know yeah, he's, he's a great, great actor. I'm a fan of Freddie Mercury and Queen. I'm a fan of my mom. She's got my back. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. I'm a fan of handwritten letters. I'm a fan of classic movies. I'm a fan of looking sharp, regardless of the occasion. I'm a fan of random encounters. Summer Walker, I love, I'm gonna read two headlines. Summer Walker sparks split speculation with Lil Meech after sharing cryptic message and faces backlash for dragging Jada Cheese into the post. A lot of stuff going on, we'll unpack it in a second. Still over at Angst, Summer Walker seemingly announces her split from Lil Meech, throws a strange sub at Jada Cheese. Start with the Jada Cheese just to get out of the way because Summer Walker announced her split. Wait, hmm. can I just say... Can I say when you first saw this uh, quote from Summer Walker on Summer Walker's Instagram, you thought it says, tried my best to be Jada Wada, but I couldn't. It was cute, though. I wish him the best. What she means is that she is not going to be cheated on. Like, she's not, like, dealing with cheaters. Bobby thought Jada, the reference to Jada was Jada. I thought she was being funny about Jada Wada talking about how Jada Pinkett like, sort of, like, worked through relationship issues. She's like, I can't share my man. Openly, right. And like share my man though. Right. But what she actually meant, she was talking about Jada Cheeves and Jada Cheeves famously was cheated on a lot and stayed with the guy. So she brings out Jada Cheeves in kind of a disrespectful way. It's like, you didn't have to, you didn't bring this kind of random woman into your own personal mess. But she said, tried my best to be Jada Wada, but I couldn't. Well, she's using, right. Jada Cheeves didn't, has no part of this. Jada Cheeves is just somebody that she knows that By was little cheated baby. on and yeah. put up with it. And was and over put and over up and over again, and, and then she's like, "Never him. mind." She could have said, "She could have said 
uh, Cardi B. She could have said Cardi Wardy because Cardi B also, you know, if he, she could have said whatever. But she, I do think that Jada, the Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith thing would have worked too because it's like, I didn't know the story when I saw that. When I said, oh, is it like a thruple or like an yeah. open relationship thing that like she's she got she cheated on do, a million times and didn't like, care. I'm, oh, uh, Jana Kramer. Try to be all Jana Wanna. <laughs> right. I tried to be all Jana Wanna. You could use a lot of, unfortunately, you right, could use a lot of Right, but it's disrespectful to do that. Because, well, so she used Jada Wade. So she chose. And, and Jada Chief yes, said, Jada keep Chief me out of this. I'm LOL, not even, keep me out of this. I didn't say shit. I bet there were up. I don't know what she, she said. She did comment, but it was she commented in like a funny way. She commented on like the shade rooms right above this, and she was like, "LOL, I don't know why she's bringing me up. Whatever, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna." Right, dwell. like I would also just be like, mm, "That sucks." Like I felt, I dealt, I'm like dealing with my relationship the way that I, you don't know about my situation, so mm-hmm. like that's rude. So she know? goes, "Tried my best to be Jada Waiter, but I couldn't. It was cute though. I wish him the best, White Heart." Next frame on her Instagram story, <laughs> can't do that heart. cheating stuff. Okay, so she. The Bossip headline, or was it the Daily Mail one? The Bossip one called it a seemingly. It was a seemingly announces her split. Can't do that cheating stuff is, I think, not quite explicit, but it's explicit enough for me, right? She dumped him because she claims that he cheated on her, right? After this is published, Lil Meech goes on Instagram and releases a, like, eight-second video. You got to play it. Damn, I can't help my cousin bring the bags in the house. Went to the grocery store, man. Where he basically says, I didn't cheat on her. This is all stemming from a video that someone acquired of me walking into a woman's apartment, okay? But here's the thing. The woman is my cousin, and I'm just helping her with taking her groceries, okay? (laughs) Because a ring camera video exists of Lil Meech going into an as-yet-unnamed woman's apartment, and he says that he's helping her bring groceries into the house and that it is his cousin. This is the ring camera of the -the across-the-hall neighbor, Okay. As Goss, as Bossip points the out, across the hall neighbor got him. The across the hall neighbor that sold their ring camera to footage someone. to TMZ or sorry to the Shade Room or whoever they sold it to. That is so. I've funny never to seen me. this before. How did like? Oh and it my full, The video God. fully says has like the ring camera interface on it, where it's like person detected. Like it activated because here's Lil Meech walking into some woman's yeah, apartment. And guess what? There are no groceries. There are no grocery bags. To as be they wrote seen. on Bossip, despite Meech's proclamation of innocence, if you rewatch the video there's not a single grocery bag in sight anyway they broke up she was like um i don't see a grocery bag we're done but the, god the leaking you definitely get paid for that right that's paid that's paid you're like who can i sell this ring camera what to do you mean? i mean i mean maybe i don't know people pay for yeah people pay for leaked yeah. video all the time i don't know never seen it before these are very actually very 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 weird <laughs> This is unsettling. You kind of have to see this to see how unsettling it is. Lakeith Stanfield reveals he and Casimir Trice are married with a new baby. I don't like this at all. And these photos are deeply, this looks like Black Mirror. Like, I don't like, I don't like it. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Were they even in this, these photos? This looks like, this looks like AI. I'm serious. Well, you know what this is? Matching shirt, the hat. It's, what it's giving to me is that. I'm scared. Well, it's giving rushed and it's giving SAG workaround. Because he's out here trying to promote Haunted Mansion, which is flopping like crazy. And I think that it's like... Wait, you and are I think so it, right. It's, he's promoting it's giving Haunted rushed. Mansion, but not saying It's Haunted giving Mansion. rushed. It was like, we need to do something. How do we do something? And it's like, you have to finally fucking do something official with Casimir oh and your baby. You're right. And he was like, okay. You're so because they just right. talk about their relationship in this. It's a really interesting workaround. And that's why I think it looks so, uh, so unsettling right. because it doesn't look planned. It doesn't look very well posed. It's very weird. And no one is saying, is anyone saying in it Haunted Mansion? No. Well, he's not. So 
so no people writes this so you have this weird stuff where he goes he stars in the new film haunted mansion but given the current strikes in hollywood he's happy to redirect his focus to another passion his music he's releasing an ep Liar. soon <gasps> but they're still saying but he's not saying it. he's not saying it he's releasing an ep under his stage name which is just lakeith backwards ht call <laughs> how do you spell H-T-I-E-K-A-L. that h-t-i-e-k-a-l how do you say that Wow, that is It's so real. I mean, it's fascinating and it's so weird because the, it's like Wasn't he also with someone else and she didn't know and yeah. He's kind of he's kind of like a messy boyfriend. As more and more people are beginning to find out being in the public eye can be something that is amazing because you have the reach and the ability to talk to so many people in so many different ways. It can also be something that can be very hard on you. Um, Sometimes it's difficult to uh, be the one that is speaking truth into your narrative as the way that it truly is. And so what we've been wanting to do and what we've been planning to do the entire time is take control of our narrative and take control of our own identity and be the ones to be able to tell our story. Oh boy, oh boy. It's a whole feature, people features. 11 minutes, 11 minute interview with people about How this. do we oh promote my Haunted Mansion God. without mentioning Haunted Mansion? And they're like, this? Lakeith Stanfield announces engagement to Casimir Trice yeah. as another woman claims he fathered yeah. her baby. Yeah. And it's like, really fascinating. Uh, yeah. This wasn't communicated yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to see so much more of this in the next few months. And you know it. It's going to be weirdo. It's going to be more AD tours. It's going to be more, I mean, right? Gabby Wendy came out, I'm dating a girl. The more Bachelor contestants that come out as queer, slay, the slay, better for slay, society. Slay, slay. It's never not good. I mean, Colton Underwood obviously is cursed, but for other reasons, and just a cursed. But I still think it's, it's just great. A great. It's just a great little story. It's a great story. It's like a, it's like a, it's a public, Gabby it's a Wendy. public embrace of heteronormativity followed by like a very public rejection of it. And I love it. It's like it's like the most extreme no, heteronormative she, she wrote, thing in the world is The Bachelor. <laughs> she posted, "Told you I'm a girl's girl." <laughs> yeah, so she posted a photo with her new partner, who is queer. Amazing. They're dating Gabby Windy from The Bachelorette. Who, honestly, I didn't watch Gabby's season. I only remember her from being on Dancing mm-hmm. with the Stars and having like a flirting moment with Vinny from Jersey Shore. And I remember seeing this being, and it was like a well, huge thing. Like very much Gabby written into the Bachelor show. Yeah, flirting. Right. Flirting with Vinny. Of course, Us Weekly immediately calls Vinny because he's doing press for the New Jersey Shore family vacation in which Sam comes back. Sam is back. Sam's back. No. Holy. Oh, my God. Hey, guys. Sorry I'm late. And he said, I did the Dancing with the Stars tour with Gabby a few months. And it was funny because she was so stressed out on that tour as she did because she did every single date. But after seeing this today, I'm so happy to see her be happy and live her truth and to see her face again. That's nice. He, they said, would you ever would you go out on a date with Gabby and her new and her new girlfriend? Vinny said, of course. Yeah. Gabby's of a good course. friend of mine. For sure. Of course. Would you third wheel with Gabby? <laughs> and Vinny's like. Sure, we're friends. I mean, I just feel like that we said at that time that was it was giving fake. And of course, it's still giving fake. But Vinny saying, I love to see her live her truth is very is nice. He's a nice guy, isn't he? he? I don't know. Actually, I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to say too many positive things about these people, actually. I mean, you know, I saw him strip for Chippendales in Vegas. So we have a connection and it was bleak. And I feel like it brought us together. (laughs) You know, I want to move on to Courtney Stodden, who ditched her engagement ring. Um, 
she's no longer marrying this guy, Chris Sheng. He proposed like two years ago. They started dating in 2017 after she left that total freak. But it's over. And I was like, who is this guy again? Because I hadn't thought about, honestly, Courtney Stodden in a really long time. And I was like, who is this guy? They call him a movie producer, but it's like he really hasn't produced much. He's produced like the show, the reality show that she had briefly and like little things I never heard of. When you go to his Instagram, which is private now, it's a CEO of Leader Pro, advisor at Mucker, host of Pod Sauce. So I went to his LinkedIn. He's like a startup bro. So I went into his LinkedIn history and I want to do a little quick game with you, Lindsay. Just very quick, a little rapid fire game. Are you kidding me? Wait, you're a, we're playing a game about her ex-fiance? Yes. And it's called Head of Growth, oh, Growth Advisor, or Growth Consultant. I'm going to give you a name of oh one God. of his <laughs> fake startups, and you're going to tell me if he was if he was a growth consultant, head of growth, or growth advisor at this business. Liquid, powered by liquid.com. Growth, growth consultant, head of growth, or growth advisor? Head of growth. No, growth consultant. Involve.ai. Growth advisor. Correct. Oh, my God. Correct. <laughs> Impact Health. Growth consultant. No, head of growth. I'm sorry. Go check kids. Growth consultant. It's correct. Growth consultant. Okay. Metric story. Head of growth. No, sorry. Growth consultant. Mucker capital. Growth advisor. Yes. Growth advisor. Circle in. Growth advisor. Growth consultant. I'm sorry. Bite Inc. Head of growth. Head of growth. You're right. Oh my God. Quick ride. Shutter ride software. Growth advisor. No, growth consultant. I'm sorry. Kamboo. Growth, I've already forgot the third one. Head of growth, growth advisor, or what? Growth no, no, he's head of growth. And finally, Lumi. Growth consultant. But not the Lumi you're thinking of. No, that's a trick question. He was the VP of growth, and now we're done. <laughs> there was a fourth this whole time. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, I've said you've had bad games before, but that's your worst. <laughs> oh my God. It is, he hosts a podcast called How to Start a Startup, and it's just like, I I trust him. He started 1,000 of them. Well, guess what? He's not good at growing the relationship with his ex-fiance courtney stodden uh oh that's a great way to end this fucking segment what was she wearing where was she seen she posted what on instagram she's the who queen tens of people want to know all about the number one who What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Weddings reveal. We knew this was coming. Finally happened after I one year. I think you said, or somebody called and said, somebody said maybe she'll do it on her year anniversary and that will be kind of classy. Yeah, that wasn't me. Yeah. Was it me? No, I don't remember anything I've me. ever said. Sounds like a caller. Sounds like a caller thing to say. This feels like something that we knew was going to happen, but not that we knew that someone had guessed would happen because I like, I had a deja vu moment is what I'm saying. She had it in Vogue, which is very funny to me because people were like, oh, it's like crazy that she had this like small wedding in Vogue. But it's very Rita Ora to me to have to be as low key. She was this was un, unlike her to be so low key with this wedding. It seemed to be planned more last minute. The cake was small. It was jokey. It was from Magnolia Bakery. Very easy. There were only a few people there, including at the Michael. The cake is really we'll like six there. inches in diameter. Yes. Yeah, just very tiny. like we did a photo shoot in front of the Hollywood sign, which is also very like, oh my God. But 
I think the thing is that even though she had such a low-key wedding, she's mm-hmm. Rita Ora, so she had to have outsized press. And when we said, how can she... It's so unlike Rita to not have this these wedding pictures of her wedding dress and all of this out it was like she also knew that and she was like no i'm gonna i am gonna have the vogue weddings coverage this is this is something i absolutely need to have and she got it even though the wedding itself is almost honestly kind of undersized for the coverage Mm -hmm. because remember when she released that song that was called like it wasn't called you and i it was it was the The single single the first single that was you that the promotion. Me yes. A whiskey, a moment, the moment. And it was wedding themed. And we said, oh, yes. maybe this was. Oh, she's going to reveal the wedding footage. No, she didn't. <laughs> she was fucking with us for a year. She wore like a stupid wedding dress and it was like a gag. I mean, again, her music videos, <laughs> the narrative, she has a problem. But this, I thought, was cute. It was refreshing. It was Rita. It was very Hollywood. I think their romance is very Hollywood. It's very glamorous you know two stars coming together they seem i think she is always like i'm a guy's girl vaguely like that's mm-hmm. her vibe and it, that, yeah. it gives like whatever the write-up is a little bit wackadoo because you learn one she uh, proposed which i think mm-hmm. is great because mm-hmm. i don't subscribe to norms you know mm-hmm. she can propose hate norms oh my god Lindsay hates norms so much and also you know taika could have just dragged this out you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she said no let's get married Come on. Taika is the most like whatever guy. And I think that's part of his charm. He's like, okay. Yeah. Whatever you want, Rita. Rita's fun, but she's got a plan. And this, I got to say, it's like 35 photos. And Vogue does this. But like the, we just recently talked about who was it? One of the Sprouses and his model girlfriend got married. They make them write the captions. And when they do this, they write the captions. (laughs) And I got to say, Elena Ora did a great job inhabiting Rita's voice. (laughs) Because these are the most, these are the most Rita Ora Instagram caption captions you've ever seen. They're so funny. The funniest one was like. um, I posted it. There's one where she goes, like that feeling when you're just married or something. Yeah. Time for some photo shoot fun. I truly felt like I was in my very own love story. The other reveal that I thought was funny in the write-up was that they like got married. First of all, how did no one see them? I don't know. Whatever. I guess whatever. They got married. They like did their little photo shoot. And then they like, she made it seem, I mean, we could read it, but very casually that like, oh, mm-hmm. we called Guy Oseri, who is like famously Madonna's old, he's a music guy, but he found Madonna essentially. Guy Oseri is going to have us over for dinner. And surpri- he surprised me with an Elvis impersonator. Meanwhile, Rita Ora had three to four, I think three Tom Ford looks that she had for her wedding. She went mm. through all of them. One mm. of them is an Elvis kind of inspired white it's very fit. Elvis. And I'm like, I'm sorry not to call you out, but if you were you surprised know. by the Elvis impersonator, how did you have the Tom Ford Elvis fit? Am I right? Or am I right? It's a great point. It's a great Just point. Saying. That's my only kind right of it. moment that I was like, okay, I know that I understand that you want it to feel very loose, which I like. It's loose, but it's also controlled. It's loose, but mm-hmm. also I see Elena had everything kind of in the back. Yeah. Me dishing out cake for my guests. There's four people there. <laughs> Tom Ford is one of my closest, one of my favorite designers of all time and my favorite humans in general. He's now one of my close friends. I adore and admire him so much. To get married in his dress was a dream come true and not because it wasn't planned. I didn't know if the right dress was going to be in town. I just took the risk and went to the Tom Ford shop. I'm sorry. No, I don't believe this. And they had it perfectly waiting with the veil in my size. No alterations needed to be done. Take the lie detector test. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I just, I believe a lot, but I just, that seems not. 
Do you like the dress? Do I like the dress? I like it more than a lot of our friends. I think it's totally fine. They didn't like it. I think it's totally them. fine. Yeah. I don't I don't dislike it at all. I was I was surprised by I it. I'll say that it. much. It's kind of sexy. I'll say that much. No. It's sexy. I thought it would be more traditional. No, I thought it would be in a way less traditional. Like there's something so the lace of it, I wasn't expecting the lace of it. I wasn't expecting that texture. That that reads as too traditional to me. Like mm. I thought it would be sexier. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. The other crazy thing is I realized as I was scrolling the feed, it so it said, "Oh, you know, uh Jermaine was uh was Taika's best friend, which is cute. He flew in for this. That's very nice. And my best maid of honor was Elena, obviously. Elena, of course. My stand-in. And there really weren't that many people there. It was like really small and intimate, whatever. I go to, mm-hmm. I see on the feed, at Michael. None other than He's at there. Michael. Fuck. Gone to the Fuck. chapel. We didn't get married, but she did. Rita Ora, happy anniversary. He was there. And guess who else was there? Guess who his date? Guess who his date Kristen was to their wedding? No, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Oh my God. Kate Beckinsale. I'd pay Kate. money to see a photo of Kate Beckinsale. Beckinsale's social calendar. Show I mean, me her fucking planner. I just... Show me her planner. What is Rita Ora's social life that at her wedding was at Michael and his date, Kate Beckinsale? Right. And that'd be one thing if there were like 200 guests. No. Based on like these photos 10. and the size of that cake, there were 10 people there. Yeah. And two of them were Rita and Taika. A third was Jemaine Clement. Michael was just chomping at the bit to post this. To say I was there. Oh, yeah. News is out. News, my, Oh, news is out. Finally, it dropped. Um, I was there. Wow. This first Tom Ford look that she has, the one that's like the plunging neckline, that's uh-huh. what I expected a Rita Ora wedding dress to look like. Well, that is her. Right. That's her. That's But it's dress. her like after ceremony oh, dress. Oh, you're it's saying. Her reception dress. Because the one that's a little bit people that people really did not like is this one sleeve thing. Mm-hmm. With the bow mm-hmm. and the texture. And I don't dislike it. If But if, if these wedding photos prove anything, it's that. This wedding was planned in about six hours. <laughs> it does feel in a way pretty planned. But also it's meant to be planned. It's meant to feel spur of the moment. It's meant to feel spontaneous. Well, congrats to them a year later. I'm glad we finally saw this in vogue. But you know what I mm. like about the year later reveal of the wedding is that they're still together because it almost proves the long the like yeah. the like longevity. It they were they they saw they were not myopic. How about that? <laughs> they were they were not. being farsighted. They no, knew. It's, it's very kind of, you thought this wasn't going to last. Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie. Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie. Just think. Nobody <laughs> thought this would last. <laughs> Just think. God, one of the best clips. So dark. One of the darkest clips in the whole fucking universe. And it's so funny. And I think about it. I think about it every day of my life. <laughs> I think about the it every re- day of my life. Like the reveal of your wet. I mean, we knew they were married. Just but the think. reveal, the, revealing your wedding and your marriage a year after you've already been married is very. Just think. You didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to last. And of course it didn't. Okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns oh, for our boy. Friday show. Come see us on the road. Um, oh my God, we have so many more tour dates. Can you name some? You can come see us in Dallas. Dallas. Austin. Atlanta after that. Atlanta. Then Boston. Then yeah, we're gonna go to take a. We're gonna take like a month break, and then we're gonna do a bunch of West Coast. We're gonna do L.A., LA San Francisco, Vancouver. Vancouver. Oh my god! Then we're gonna go to Toronto. Chicago. Oh my god! We're gonna be, be in Chicago. Chicago. I love the Midwest and Minneapolis. Oh. Oh. And, and so much New more again. to come. And then our big show at the Palladium in New York in the fall. Oh my! Which is selling well. God. What if we sell out Times Square? <laughs> the entire, Damn. the entire Times Square. Damn. 
Yeah, we got a, yeah. we got a, I got an after party brewing in my brain. I got to figure this out. Yeah. Um, okay. Thank you for listening to another episode. As I said, keep calling in and we'll see you on Friday. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our read a theme song. Thank you to Timmy, our research and editorial assistant for researching and editorializing Thank you. and providing content for our live show. Only oh, the live my God. people Timmy's will see it. Ugh. Live exclusives. And uh, we'll see you Friday. Bye. See ya. Bye. You will say that. Hey, Mia. 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 Hey,